0: It's hard to believe we're getting close to the end of 2022. This is actually episode number 24, I believe, if I'm counting right. I'm DJ Flock.
1: I am Eric Richardson.
0: This is FR Racing's Garage Talk powered by Extreme Sim Racing.
2: So, breaking news that broke just before we hit record tonight,
0: Uh, Marshall Pruitt of Racer.com is reporting that. IndyCar series marketing VP SJ Ludke will be leaving the leaving the series on Friday December 9th. And from my standpoint, we've talked about IndyCar and their marketing not being great and you know it's always you know, blame the person on top, blame the coach, blame the manager, blame the owner. And it's usually never that simple. I mean, there's usually fundamental problems with the organization. I mean, granted, Ludke was hired by the, you know, the Holman George family previously and was carried over into Roger Penske's uh, ownership. But I don't know. What do you What do you think about that?
1: No, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because clearly the marketing hasn't worked, and I would even say the fan base isn't what it was just five years ago
0: yeah it's just it's just it it seems like they're kind of in this stalemate and they're watching you know nascar they're slowly trickling up in popularity i was just reading yesterday about um you know nascar had improved ratings they had better attendance this year um you know obviously formula one just exploded in the united states in the last couple of years uh and indycar is on the risk be on the verge of being left behind and i mean honestly like if if it wasn't in my opinion if it wasn't for the indy 500 i'm not sure too many people would honestly care about the indy car series
1: no indy 500 absolutely carries that series
0: you know they had their two-day event in iowa that seemed to go over pretty well but i mean that's You know, even they're bragging about the TV ratings and it it still wasn't great. I mean, they didn't on Saturday, they had like nothing they were competing with. And on Sunday, they, I think it overlapped with the NASCAR race that was on the schedule and it still wasn't
1: great. Um, And, you know, one thing I think actually helped the Iowa races, or at least that second one was Jimmy Johnson's performance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and he, he took how some. Uh, he was very driving risky. lines that IndyCar drivers wouldn't even think about, and he
0: made <laughs> them work. And he was scaring the crap out of the uh, the announcers' booth with some of his moves
1: there. But yeah, they were highly aggressive. But you know, Jimmy Johnson making moves that pulls the NASCAR base. If it's even a Will Power or Marcus Ericsson, I don't think it has mm. the same effect.
0: I mean, you look at Ericsson, you look at um, Grosjean, you know, they've, they brought a few, I say a few Formula One fans over just kind of out of curiosity. Not, I don't think it's because they were hardcore fans of the guys, but I think it was more out of curiosity. And there's always Indy 500, this, Indy 500, this. And then, you know, they wanted to check it out. And, and I mean, that's, that's helped some, but it's really bad that, you know, you have someone like um, Scott Dixon, for example, who is an all-time great. I, I think it's safe
1: to say he's an all-time great in the series. He's easily one of the top five drivers ever.
0: Uh, yeah. In he's the likes
1: of Mario, AJ. Alan, sir.
0: You know, it's it's he, he's an all-time great. And the fact that, like, they've done you ask people from new zealand if you know who scott dixon is a lot of people in new zealand have no clue who he is or like yeah i've heard the name I, I think he drives you know race cars but they don't know anything beyond that and that's a that's a shame i mean new the zealand is, is a small country like this man is over setting records and and winning races and and they can't even bother to like Hey, we should take advantage of New Zealand. Yeah, it's a small market, but it should be pretty easy. It's not like we're competing with you know, yeah. Uh, you know, there's uh, obviously there's you know series in Australia that are are popular, and and you know they they have their own Formula One race in Australia, but like this so man should be a national up. hero.
1: There's as of 2018, there were 4.7 million people in New Zealand, which is not even half the population of Michigan just for perspective yeah yeah it's about 10 million i
0: mean that's that's like the population of maricopa county arizona like
1: that's (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) it's phoenix and suburbs basically um it's yeah they should yeah and it's so easy to just sit out here and just criticize and criticize and say ah you you guys stink and you know there's you know, there's young talent coming up. You know, you have like, you know, Christian Lundgaard, who won the rookie of the year. You have David Malukas, who, like, uh, I've said this multiple times before the fact that you are not taking advantage of this guy who's obviously a talented driver. He had that amazing run at St. Louis. He's going to get better. Um, amazing personality in front of the camera. Like, you should be marketing around this guy.
1: Well, like, you know, he, we've been following along on Instagram and just the kind of behind the scenes things that they do with them. It's it's, fun.
0: It's, it's, it's so good. And like, you should be using this like as as your mainstream marketing, like you need to take advantage of this. Like you, there are so many athletes in general that you put them in front of a camera and interview them and they're like, uh," you know, they're just like, it's like Ricky Bobby. And what do I do with my hands? uh with with so many of them and it's just like this kid's a natural in front of the camera like when he's done racing he's going to you know he's like a a James Hinchcliffe he's going to be up there in the booth if he wants or he'll be down there on the you know interviewing drivers you know in the pit in between or after they crash out like that guy can go and do whatever he wants in front of a camera like he's so good I mean he's like 21 years old so probably won't be anytime soon but he's got a career ready for him when he's ready to hang it up
1: well, you know, they need to look and see almost steal a page out of Formula One and NASCAR's book. It was NASCAR it was what? Race for the championship, mm-hmm. getting behind the scenes, um, drive to survive with Formula One. That's what got Andy hooked. Yeah, absolutely. And, and- if IndyCar pulls that page and kind of starts to humanize these drivers and show who they are in addition to being a race car driver, you can pull some fans in and really get a base to support them.
0: And, and you need to, not just make the platform and put them out let them put themselves out there you need to put it in a place where people actually will see it you know NASCAR did their race for the championship on USA or it was on USA or they had it on Hulu or something like I I don't know but it was, it was more it was or on, less accessible it was on a really awkward time um it, it just, I watched probably three or four episodes and they were good. They were really good. I enjoyed it. I, I love seeing, you know, the, they'd follow like Harrison Burton around or they follow Kyle Bush around. And you see Kyle Bush with, you know, interacting with his family and his kids. And it was, you know, it was a very different side of Kyle Bush that we, you know, how <laughs> we don't, see see. Yeah, don't You don't see. And it's just like, wow, like his family seems to actually like him. <laughs> He seems he seems to be a very good dad. His kids, you know, were, you know, clearly like he's doing something right as a parent, which is awesome. I mean, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's,
1: you know, how do you know? I keep seeing him pop up on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. But um, his it, wife it, might be dragging him in. But you know, yeah. he's there. And he's doing stuff, which but is it,
0: it's fun to see. It's they just didn't do a great job getting that out there. Like the, you know, there there was. The initial people tuned in for the premiere, then in week two, it dropped off. And then honestly, I kind of forgot about it just because it was on at like 10 p.m. on a Thursday night or something like that. It's like you need to get that onto a streaming platform like Netflix um, or something comparable that people have that people can get to, not Peacock. Uh,
1: Yeah, IndyCar does it. I almost will laugh if they just put it exclusive on Peacock. They will, they have.
0: they're probably going to have to put it on peacock probably because of, of contractual obligations and yeah i will absolutely watch it because i have a peacock subscription for some well no there's a good reason why um i i do like watching the english premier league and i kept it i usually would cancel it in may but i keep it for the indycar stuff now but there aren't a lot of people doing that like it's it's you know five bucks a month or whatever and it's it's worth it for the five bucks, in my opinion. If you know, if you like soccer, if you like racing, as I do, uh, but you got to get it I out there.
1: Don't have Peacock.
0: Got to get it out there. That's you know, that's half the battle. You know, Formula One made like Formula One, and we said this last week with Andy that they do such a great job on the presentation aspect of it. Like the racing at times is very boring, and it's like. Ugh, you know, if, if NASCAR were it's I mean, boring is,
1: racing, but they're pulling the fans.
0: Yeah, they're pulling the fans, and they are able to almost kind of Hollywood it up a bit to, to make it exciting. I mean, there are times where I will kind of zone out a bit, but you know, even it's like okay, Max Verstappen has a 20-second lead in first place, unless he you know has a, a problem with his car, he's winning this race. But they are going and they're focusing on you know, the other drivers, because people care about what is Lewis Hamilton doing? What was was Sebastian Vettel doing? You know, what were the what what is Ferrari going to screw up this week? Like there were these storylines that people clinged on to and cared about. It's like, yeah, Lewis Hamilton's battling for sixth place right now. But people want to see that almost as much as they want to see a win because of just how well they present it.
1: Well, you have Hamilton, who's an all time great. People want to know. Why is he in sixth place? Why is he not out front? <laughs> That's the story for another day. <laughs> well, and actually, another side note: um, Ferrari. What was it? Their general.
0: Yeah, their their uh, Benotto was. Uh, he's been with Ferrari for I think they said thirty three years.
1: He's moving on.
0: And they said that the reason, well, you know, he Ferrari was a mess when he came in, and and you know they they were competitive this year for a while. I mean, it was, you know, they had a few technical problems. They had their couple of "Eh," moments, but it was mostly, you know, self-inflicted strategy blunders that did them in this year.
1: Yeah. Week three, it looks like Leclerc was going to just run away with the series this year over Verstappen, but (sighs) then it just went. Just completely
0: flipped the script, completely flipped. I mean, week one, you had both Red Bull drivers as DNFs. I think they was DNFs. I mean, they both mm-hmm. didn't, they did not, you know, there were no points for either Red Bull driver and they ran away with the constructors. They ran away with, you know, the world championship. You know, Checo almost got second. Like, it, it, it's just that light came on for Red Bull and off they went. But anyway, the yeah.
2: last, oh, go ahead.
0: No, so, sorry. The last point I wanted to make on Formula One, and I love music. I know you're a big fan of music as well. Yep. Formula one hired a, a movie composer, Brian Tyler back in 20, I believe 2018 and said, here, we want you to compose an Epic theme song for us. And that he did, uh, you know, he has the theme song that you hear as they're doing the driver intro, when they start the broadcast, then they have the kind of the longer build-up version as they're going through and showing the driver lineups in the map. and, I don't care like how bad the race is but after, you know, hearing that intro for about 60 seconds, you I'm pumped up. I don't know about you, but I am like super pumped after hearing that intro. It's just so epic. I mean, it, you know, the, the only criticism I've seen of it is it like, it sounds like a a kind of fast Marvel movie theme song. And yes, Brian Tyler did compose mo- you know music for the Marvel movies and several other pretty big name movies, but, it's, it's, you know, this, this theme is already on iconic levels and, and people love it. Can you tell me what the IndyCar theme on NBC sounds like? Yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> can you tell me, you know, and, and NASCAR, you know, they just used the NASCAR on Fox song, which, you know, we've heard that for 20 years now. I mean, it's, it's good, but it's not, it's not NASCAR song. It's NASCAR on Fox, you know, NBC has their own kind of version that they play for the broadcast but you know nascar had a a song it was called thunder early 2000s i want to say um in the the nascar video games they would loop that song as you know the game would start do you do you recall this Mm -hmm, i do it it's like they need like it was good like i you know i don't think it's as epic as as the formula one theme but it was still good and it's still recognizable and they'll still play it like you know you know, I don't you know. Playing the legal disclaimer of no unauthorized rebroadcast, blah blah blah, and they play that in the background. But it's like, bring that back as the theme. Forget about NASCAR on Fox theme. Forget about NBC on Fox. Give them a theme that that can follow them year round that people can relate to and get that song stuck in their head and
1: look on iTunes for. You know the one song I would want to see NASCAR just theme out and. Uh-huh. You know which one I'm going. I
0: know right where you're going. With which mo- one do you think? With some Molly Hatchet.
1: Yes, <laughs> flirting with disaster. <laughs> the theme song. I mean, when you got Chastain out there, I mean, you're flirting with disaster. <laughs> the <laughs> theme mean, how song how awesome of, would that
0: be? The theme song of NASCAR '98. But you know, it, and I bought, I showed you this week. I bought NASCAR '98 <laughs> on eBay for like three dollars or something like that. And but you know, they fire up the game, the the loading screen, they play that song and. You know, the the announcing in early PlayStation wasn't exactly like very good, nowhere near as like, you know, the Formula One game today is. But I think it was like Bob Jenkins and maybe Benny Parsons, Bar- Benny Parsons and, and uh, the late Benny, Par- the late great Benny Parsons. And they're like, whoa, that was a-. It, it's just these like one liners. It's like, oh, he passes for the lead. And then Benny Parsons, so, you know, you make a dumb move or wreck, like, what was he thinking? You know, something like that. But, well, but we they... got a
1: shout out to the late, great Bob Jenkins. Yes.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. He just passed away like a year and ago.
1: And a fellow Hoosier native.
0: He is. Yeah. I didn't. I honestly, I had no idea he was he was sick. Um, I think he had died of a brain tumor. But yeah, there's another legend that we lost way too soon.
2: But yeah, remember, awesome
0: we'd we fire up the game and, you know, we'd go in and we'd come out there and it would be like Daytona or Bristol or wherever we we went out there and it'd start playing Flirting with Disaster. And if you don't know this song, go find it because it is like the most stereotypical, we'll call it a Southern rock song that you will ever hear. I mean, you almost think it was like a knockoff Leonard Skinner. It probably was. <laughs> Molly Hatchett flirting I, with disaster. I I don't know if Molly Hatchett was really known for too much else. Maybe, I'm probably insulting somebody by saying that, but.
1: You know, I know of Molly Hatchett because of NASCAR 98.
0: And you know what? A lot of people know songs because of, of EA Sports, because of FIFA, because of, you know, NBA or NFL or Madden or whatever. It's like, oh, I remember that song from FIFA 14 or you know, like that.
1: And, you yeah. know, with the theme. you go to any professional sporting event, they have their hype video with some sort of great song to get them going. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But that's really where they need to start. And so IndyCar marketing, I know you're probably not going to hear this. Whoever you may be, the first thing you need is to come up with, hire somebody, go pay some Hollywood big wig composer a lot of money, compose an epic theme song, play that leading into all your broadcasts, no matter what channel it's on, NBC, you can deal with it. That's my take.
1: Uh, I agree. Get that going and then get your marketing out there. Get the drivers out to the people more. Show them the other side of them. Let there be more interaction and you'll build a fan base pretty quick.
0: On that note... We, we only planned on spending like a minute or two on that topic, but, you know, that never works out. <laughs> what we planned on doing tonight, we'll get into right now as I uh, find my mouse. There it is. We are actually, we ran a Class
2: C NTT IndyCar series on Sunday night. And it was, uh... oh crap, I did it again. Let's try this one more time. Share a screen, optimize video clip. All right, now we're good. That's two times in a row I did that. So
1: I fully understand the Andretti's now. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel for them. Uh, all right, so I'm a big Andretti fan.
0: So I've run, I think, three Class C races at Indianapolis. I think so far. Let me check. Um, no, I've run. That was my my second. the first one in July, I started seventeenth and I finished sixth. This time, I started tenth
2: and finished seventh. And uh yeah, you uh we were both in in
0: both of those races you you joined me. We were putting the same split. Um, we're gonna show what happened to you here in a moment, but before we get to that, I want to show you something that happened to my brake. So if you notice down here in the corner, you can see my brake is on. And I noticed fortunately there's not much in the way of braking that needs to happen, but on restarts when you know you're trying to check up and the person in front of you decides to, you know, brake check you for some reason or they get too close to the person in front of them, um, you know, you you, you got to use your brakes, but I noticed this weird thing that was happening. Watch watch this. So pace car is getting ready to pull off and look at my brake bonnet notice my brake's not moving my foot is not on the brake it got stuck and look you can see it's like
2: slowly starting to like see there it goes and look i'm just getting blown away because my brake isn't and uh you know i just have this terrible start
0: which ended up honestly helping me at the end. and We'll show you why here in a second, but I still don't know what happened there. I, I went out of the race after it was over. I, I milked it. I managed to make my way through it despite having this problem. And look, I'm on the backstretch when the break finally clears. I I still do not know what happened, but I went out afterwards and I went into the, uh, the SimMagic manager. And this is, you know, this can run in the background here. But the SimMagic Manager is, uh, you know, here's your break. And I went and I, you know, you can adjust like the dead zone on the, the low and the high end, and you can adjust your your dead zone and how, you know, the linearity of the of the pedal for how, like when you press it at a different force, how it takes, you know, if you want to keep it steady or if you want to put a little bit less force on the low end and more force on the high end, you know, it's, it's personal preference. And this is kind of, it, it's not quite straight. But it's, you know, it's a little bit higher and it kind of tails off a little bit at the end. So this is kind of what I I messed with on my profile. I took the force down just a little bit and I put a little bit of a dead zone on both the front end and the high end. And the first thing I do is I go right into it and I push the pedal and it goes right up 100 percent, comes right back down to zero. And I just I don't know what happened. I think something glitched in iRacing maybe. Uh, I went right back in. I went into my calibration. And I stepped on the brake, it went up, it came right back down.
2: So
1: I have no clue what happened. You know, I was just looking. I think I tried six of these races at Indianapolis, and I got taken out in all six of them. <laughs> so I got to hang in the back with me. <laughs> Indianapolis, it honestly is almost like a Talladega or Daytona. Because the uh, track is narrow and there's a singular line in the turns. Uh, all
0: right, so this is uh this is you're getting ready to start lap six and uh, you can see your race is a 50 lap race and uh yeah well. and I just passed to take third place. So you can see the green car up here in turn one who's just sitting on the track and then he turns right into you and then the guy behind you runs up your backside
1: and another car hits us behind too. And Mr. Brown here, actually, I think he finished.
0: Bradley Brown, yeah, he finished fifth, so he witnessed it, and I think he made some comment on like what in the bleep was that. I
1: want to see so this. We from... need to go on board of that oh, green car, yeah. At some point, let's. Uh... It was him. It was uh, seventeen. So yeah. back up. You got to keep going. This starts way. Yeah, it, it's like, I, I want to know what uh, he had to have just trolled the race.
0: It, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but we'll we'll watch this from a couple angles. But here, here he comes crossing the line. And it's just like, what were you doing? I've never seen somebody lose it on a straightaway like that
1: before. Well, I think it was intentional.
0: I think so, too. And then he comes back on the track. Those two guys narrowly miss.
1: That's first and second.
0: And then he loses it again, takes you out, takes the other guy out. And then
1: that guy loses it. I see the smoke and I see it. I'm already slowing down, but I'm still probably going like 180.
2: Well, Well, we can, we can see. So you're, yeah, you're down about 170 you, he hits you at about one 168 so we gotta watch
1: his onboard going down this straight tell me like let's go back. this to is you. totally on purpose did you report him I need to edit the video what I had was I... too long so I need to trim it down he's like this is too big all right so here he comes
2: yeah, watch his steering wheel as he crosses the start finish. It's like his—he just like spasmed. No, whoa, in- whoa, oh, wait a second! I just noticed something. Watch what happens. So he's in fifth. Okay, so he shifts to sixth. And then he loses it, like right after he shifts to sixth.
1: I think he was just playing with the wheel, trying to be funny, and lost it or something. But
0: but then, like you know, we we come on here, and he comes back on the track. Those two guys narrowly miss. That's then. Then he just loses it again, and that's when those three cars get taken out of the race. Profanities.
1: Yeah, he starts moving it. He gases it, which is going to kick it around and.
0: And here, here I come. I'm trying to catch up after my... Look, and then my... So I'm slowing down because I hear the crashing. one.
2: There's that guy. There's you. And, you know, I clear through. But the other thing I wanted to talk about, you know, this... I, I think I was just so
0: focused on the break that my... You know, you look at the... Let's look at this Alvero Wanderley here. And he's a great racer. Really. He is. He's really good. I've been in a couple of sessions with him. But like, look at that. Lap, lap 47, he runs a
1: 40.783. I think he might have grabbed tires right there.
2: He grabbed it. Yeah, cuz I think we're in a yeah, we we're in a caution, so
0: he he had fresh tires. But even leading up to that, I mean, he's still 41.
2: Did he pit again? Or is that just a caution? Looks like caution. Uh, Yeah, I think so. But, yeah, he pit for tires, it looks like. Or did he? No, I don't think he did. He didn't. But, yeah, I mean, it's lap 47 out of 50. He's running... Shifts down to fifth.
1: It's really smooth. Yeah, you get your line at Indianapolis, and you can carry a lot of momentum. If you go in just a little bit off, especially in one and three, you're getting out of
2: the throttle, and you lose so much time.
1: I'd be interested to see where his weight jacker was set because that'll really help when you run in traffic and getting through your turns later in a fuel run. No, uh, Wonderley is a blast to drive against. Yeah, he's he's really Honor good. Game.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely. There's another guy. Um drawing a blank on what his name was richard
1: uh richard vasquez
0: richard vasquez yeah shout out to him too he uh i've been in a few sessions with him he was actually put into the other split because he's he's really good but he's he's a lot of fun to race with really like happy-go-lucky easy-going guy which there needs to be more of him and less of the uh less of the toxic people on this this platform but you know
1: what can you do yeah, it was cool. I actually held off Wonderlay at a race and afterwards, like, hey, nice job. He's like, thank you, Eric. So I enjoy him. He's but fun. I mean, you you can see, like, I was getting a little
2: nervous towards the end. I had pit, I think, I, yeah, I pit under green at lap 27. And
0: uh, yeah, you kind of got unlucky. I lost lost a lap there and then it there was a caution a, a few time. laps back or a few laps later and at 35 but I would not have made it to 35 where I was at. Um so I just kind of got caught up in no
1: man's land and I was also running slow but yeah, can you go back to what my lap times were for the few that I did? Uh 423, 421,
0: 420. Let's look at my
1: yeah, I was behind traffic trying to pass, and I had gotten around. You know, it's starting even, to get into rhythm.
0: But even that lap three forty two zero forty two three forty six. I mean, I was there, and then something happened here. I don't know what I did.
2: Let's take a look and see if we can figure this out. Yeah, I kind of took that a little too high. Now. Oh, that was oh that's what <laughs> that's what
0: happened. I forgot. <laughs> I I slowed down to uh get around that uh your accident. Never mind.
1: <laughs> um you but, were right behind me there, weren't you?
0: Uh I was a little behind you. I think I was running around yeah, I was in twelfth at that time. But like let's go to the end here. I mean, I you know, I'm Obviously going to be slower, but you know, I even ran a 42255. There's just not a lot of consistency. I went from 43 flat to 42, 255, up to 43, 267, 43, 5, then down to 43.2, and then my I finished a lap down lap 42773. So consistency has been my problem. Like it's like I am able, I am cap- fully capable of running good laps. I just need to be able to consistently run laps. And you know, you'll know, you see if you look at some of these slower coming out of turns, I wobble a little bit or I don't enter properly. So I don't have a great exit coming out of them. I mean, that's, you know, that's been the biggest problem.
1: A lot of it really is just running laps and getting used to the tracks and getting used to doing it in traffic too.
0: That's that's the other thing.
1: I, uh, I was actually sitting in sixth and
0: I was just kind of struggling towards the end I end up letting the, uh, sixth place finisher behind in front of me just go. And I'm like, I'm not going to fight this guy. Cause I'm not in a, in a good shape right now, especially I was dealing with the brake problem, but I mean, it, it's just, it was definitely another good learning experience. You know, I, I know the mistakes I'm making and what I need to do next time to, to get around that. So.
1: Yeah. I kind of wish Indianapolis wasn't the week of Thanksgiving. I, think i jumped in about five races and lost almost 2.0 on my safety rating it was really bad and everything was just people wrecking
2: right in front of me so
1: what's on the uh on the uh, schedule this week yeah xfinity running at auto club i've done two of those races already it's been fun Delar Dash is at Indianapolis. Yep. Need to get in there for that. I did a test drive of the Arca at Texas, and it's the new track, and it is actually a lot of fun. Really? Now, there's so many complaints about Texas. I, at least solo, I had fun driving it.
0: And then this um, disaster of a track. Like, what <laughs> yeah, is that? Will not
1: be there. What is that? Uh, I think the trucks are at Atlanta also so I'll be jumping into that and in, um yeah, it's old, older,
0: sunday. older atlanta too it was the 2008
1: config
2: not atlanta super speedway
1: yeah, i think on sunday i'll jump into the um indie cars at atlanta this could be fun
0: take, a, take your skip barber to long beach i actually don't have that car i uh yeah i picked that one up um but on the uh on the news front racing announced in their next build, Virginia International Raceway uh, is moving to the free. And I just bought it a couple weeks ago. And fortunately, if you bought it less than 90 days, they will refund your money. So
1: that works. And they got a new car coming out too. That's a free one.
0: Yeah, I did see that today. I didn't really look at it, but it looks like they're trying to push more of the, the GT style racing on the rookie class D level. Which
1: that'll is be cool. good. I definitely need that.
0: I I think there's a lot of I think that's one of the complaints is that on the class D level or the rookie level, you know, you you're doing formula V which is fun. Um you got the Mazdas, you get into formula or the IR04 at class D, Skip Barber at D,
2: the USF 2000 but yeah, I mean, you don't get into the GT3s until uh, I
0: think class C.
1: Team race at class C and then sprint when you get a class B license,
0: which I am most certainly not
2: ready for at yet. I'm no,
1: sitting I on a class C license,
0: but
2: I'm. To
1: not, work on the sports guy racing, I probably need to go back to the Mazdas and Formula Bs and spend some time. Vs are such a weird it's hard because of the rear engine there's so yeah, much uh, weight yeah oh, now, uh, top of the hour just locked <laughs> yeah, uh, my preference still by far is ovals Arctic yes. trucks indycar I, I think it's a lot racing. of racing
0: i think it's a lot of fun i just the uh, the like the gt style but it's i mean
2: it's, it's intense uh, it is definitely intense
1: at least for me, where I'm at right now.
2: So, um, on that note, I think we'll wrap. I, uh, I don't know. Final thoughts. Close out of the screen.
1: No, it's gonna be fun to see what IndyCar does here as we move into the 2023 season. Have seen on Instagram, they're starting to hype up Long Beach already, which is good to see. Um, hopefully, they have races there. It's kind of Nice to have a little bit of downtime on the racing just to hang out and get ready for this next season.
2: I need to get into a Dash at Indy. Yeah,
1: I haven't done that. It's Kryptonite.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, you've won though at Indy, haven't you?
1: I have a couple wins at Indy. One was because there were two drivers and one crashed. <laughs> <laughs> win's a win. Hey, like Vin Diesel says, doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. That is correct.
2: I'm looking at the uh We got week 13 coming up now, next week. There's a couple names I recon- recognize in here. But my my goal it's like yeah you start to see something you know you don't know these people but you recognize
0: the names when you start racing in series regularly and it's just my goal is to be, not be the other you know, there's like oh no he's racing with us as in oh no that guy is so stinking good I'd rather be that I don't want to be oh no he's gonna just screw things up there's there's a couple names <laughs> that there's some I that, run from that that we uh when we see them in the uh in the, in the practice session beforehand, we're like, Oh no, 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 no. no, It was kind of
1: nice in the Xfinity race I did last night at the start, the guy starting behind me, like, Hey, you're blinking. So it was nice to like, Hey, thanks for letting me know. And then I heard like 10 to go, I was blinking and I hung out behind and wasn't really trying to push because i didn't want to mess up somebody's race until about three to go where it's like all right i'm just gonna go for it
0: yes heck with it let's do it because i was
1: holding better lines and i had better tire wear so i'm like i'm going too bad
0: so my my next question for you is have you purchased the chicago street circuit yet
1: nope not yet
0: (laughs) might as might want to get that
1: (laughs) yeah it's uh coming isn't it
0: (laughs) it's uh it's coming Hint, hint to everyone who's on Wednesday Night Dash, it will be coming in the spring.
2: And uh, it's it's a lot more challenging than you would expect. I mean, you've had professional
0: NASCAR drivers going out there and struggling with it. I, I just have this bad feeling that when the real cars go out there and actually drive this next summer, it might be a disaster. So do we want to set up odds on uh, if they move the following races to Chicagoland Speedway after that?
1: it may be the segue <laughs> to get Chicago Speedway back? I want Chicago. <laughs> I want Chicagoland to come back. I mean, yeah, at least a- on the service on iRacing, it's a fun track.
0: It is a fun track. And I've driven that track in real life in an indie car, an old indie car. Uh, that was, you know, the speed was dialed down a bit so there was none of the uh i mean there were some great indycar races in the early 2000s at at chicagoland some of the closest finishes ever too Uh, you know it's just it's a shame you know that that nobody knows i mean it's still sitting there there's rumors that it was going to close and they were selling the land now not so much or it was just a parcel of the land in the corner that wasn't really being used I, i don't know i mean it's just i hope they don't get rid
1: of it If NASCAR can bring back North Wilkesboro, bring back Chicagoland.
0: A little more iconic at the uh, the North Wilkesboro, but...
1: Yeah, just a legendary track. No big deal.
2: Yeah, you know.
0: On that note, we'll wrap. FRRacingOnline.com FRRacingOnline on all social medias. Be sure to stop by and subscribe to our Twitch account and uh, check us out when we're on streaming.
1: Yeah, thanks for tuning in and following along. It's always a pleasure to chat and see you guys out on track. Shout out to Extreme Sim Racing.